before starters, our podcast is brought to you by Shopee, where you can buy and sell in less than 30 seconds. Did you know that they have D&D and other tabletop RPG items? Check out toys, games, and collectibles in Shopee using the links in the description. This episode was recorded in one take. Viewer discretion is advised. Sorry, folks. All right. Yes. Hi, Jano. Yes, we're back. Hi, Seth. It's been a while. Hi, we're yeah, we're back for round two of our podcast. Yeah. Oh my god. So, so exciting. Speaking of yeah, speaking of speaking of round two, um, we promise our listeners, viewers, yeah. that we'll be back on the first week of February. No wait, March. Sorry, yeah, but something happened. Well, yeah, can um, you explain that? Yeah, well, <laughs> basically, the mozzies got me. <laughs> I had to stay. Oh, yeah, I, I had to go to hospital because I had dengue and had to rest for two weeks. And yeah, I had to I had to cancel a, a bunch of things and I had to leave for work. And yun, the, the podcast is also had to be delayed. So, but hey, we're but, back now. For but, another round. Yeah. That's good. But yeah. But are you really okay though? Are you, Jano? Uh, are you? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm happy. I mean, I, I fully recovered now, thankfully. But yeah. We're back to uh, no, we're back to business. Anyway, speaking of business, I think we have upcoming events, right, Seth? Ah yes, upcoming events. Well technically uh Dudes and Dice server or our community in Dudes and Dice doesn't have any particular projects this month, but we have some behind the scenes and some secret projects. And we have an upcoming event this April. Is it this? Is it? it yeah. April. I heard yeah. it was awesome. Well, okay, that, that's that's too much. <laughs> that's too much. Sorry about it. I think I'm carried away. Too much. That's how we do it. But yeah, um, this episode we have a special guest. You know? That's true. We have a friend. We have, okay. I guess, someone wants to be in our show. <laughs> We're just two episodes set. Maybe when the, uh, in the next episode we have one source na char. <laughs> yes, yeah, we. Uh, yeah, that's our aim. That's our aim. What's the goal? Uh, that's the plan. <laughs> we actually have goals for this podcast. True. So, yeah, um, that's the goal. Every episode, my improvement. Yeah, we need to improve every episode. So by like the end of season, we were <laughs> we have more than one sponsor chart. So yeah, um, we have a special guest, one of the dudes, and that is of course he's our legendary DM. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 
so um no. he plays a lot of legendary tier teams. He's the one. Oh, no, he's one of our very rare DMs who runs tier four D&D games. When uh, when others, well, not not everyone, not all of us can handle T4. Jesus, I can't. I still can't do that. So yeah, um, actually, you can't even spell DMing without his name on it. That's how I know. That's how. That's true. That's that's how I know. Next level his DM DMing is. So let's welcome, DM Ming. Woo! Hi Ming. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi. No comment. <laughs> how are you? So. Pretty <laughs> good. Super dandy. <laughs> You're yeah. dandy. So. No, Ming, welcome to our f- podcast. It's finally here, ain't it? I mean, how are you feeling? Nandito ka na. How are you feeling being your um, first guest? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm talking to uh, famous people. Yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> feeling, I'm feeling really good. No edits. <laughs> So yeah. Uh, <laughs> hmm? <laughs> oh, oh my god. Oh nothing, sorry. nothing, sorry. Sorry about we're getting we're getting distracted about something else. <laughs> sorry about that. But um yeah, can you Lee introduce yourself to our you know listeners me or our viewers? Uh I am DM Ming. Um my nickname here in Bootsen Dice. I am a dungeon master of DnB 5e. Uh, I run different games, dungeon world, uh, legend element, and races. Run that. I play. And um, I'm not very experienced like the other DMs. I do my best. I really hope that my players uh, enjoy my game. Oh, we totally do. I mean, I've played the number. Yeah, of we'll games. do. We always do. That's why you call you legendary. Like the T4 I played under you. Well, my first T4 was was actually was very fun, and I, I'm pretty sure other yes. players <laughs> think so. Think so, right, Seth? Have you played? Yeah. Yes. Played um, yeah, and. Uh huh. Uh huh. And um, this uh, just you know, fun fact for people who are uh listening to us. Yeah. Ming is actually my first DM. Uh, when Ooh. I played T4, and he helped me, um, trying to make my PC or my character into becoming a demon king, oh. and that was fine. That was freaking fine, and. Yeah, I owe it. That's why I, I'm kind of biased with Ming. I owe it, if I can, I will always tend to um, serve him with my games. Sorry yeah. about that, guys. <laughs> guys, you are listening to our podcast, but yeah, I'm a little biased with Ming. <laughs> I mean, I think we all do. I, I'm sorry, Ming. I don't. I don't. I don't. I haven't reserved you for any games, though. Okay. I'm still very quiet. <laughs> I'm still, I know, I'm still a newbie myself. So I'm not that confident. But yeah, I know. Uh, Technically, just, uh, I, yeah. Uh, just for disclaimer, uh, Seth did talk to me about the uh, 
Demon <laughs> plan, but uh, the actual happenings was purely accidental. Uh, the fortune was just in her favor. Yes, I mean, <laughs> this is new. yeah. Um, I didn't know this demon king thing you were go- going on with. You. I will. I will make make. <laughs> oh my god! I will make. I will make Chica on you later. Ajano. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna make ano, this is an after podcast topic. <laughs> yes, okay, okay. yes, it will be. <laughs> so um, I guess we have to get to ano, get to the topic. Like th- today's episode, because it's about ano hard covers, right? And Ming is currently mm-hmm. running a hard cover himself. But I'd just like to ask Ming, what was uh, the first hard cover you played? The uh, one you first participated in. I, actually, I only played under one hardcover, the grandmother. Uh, that yeah. is the legendary Curse of Shroud. Ooh! So what is, I know, how is it like? How does it feel like being, I know, your, your first time being a player as a, as a, no, in an in a hardcover? Um, well, I, being my first hardcover and I was a real newbie to D&D. I didn't submit my backstory, I did not, <laughs> but uh, my character was a total <laughs> blank except I just had a concept of the ninja. Yeah? Uh, in a horror game. Oh. That's it. But it was great. It was. Uh, there were some memories to be had. Yeah. I think, uh, I think everyone's first hardcover is memorable in some way. Like, I, I remember. Actually, my first hardcover was ano, uh, Tiamat, Rise of Tiamat. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, and it's ano, it's it's memorable, memorable in a number of ways because one, it's chaotic. <laughs> We're a party of very chaotic people, despite my character being lawfully good. So, <laughs> we died almost. We almost died in almost every session. <laughs> Like no, no, we had uh, we had this in ano, inside joke about 100 B6 because one of our characters like remember Pepe, the Pe- Pepe the frog, <laughs> he died yeah. in uh, 100 B6 damage. Yeah, yeah, you you fro- ano, frosties also have near death experiences. <laughs> uh, close. Uh, one of my players, Zam, had yeah. is also <laughs> oh a teammate of Jano in Rise of Yamat. Yeah. Uh, they yes. did encounter a cave with icicles on the ceiling and it uh, triggered a PTSD. Yeah. Oh, oh my god, they did it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's very Yeah, I, I heard I think I heard uh, no. Yeah? I think I heard Zap saying like nope, nope, no more, no more, nope, nope. Yeah. <laughs> they they got traumatized <laughs> by that. I mean, the environment is a bit worse. Trust me. Yeah, I mean, I also had my hard cover. It was a short one. Um, since we are we actually started uh, on technically T three when it comes to like AL um, standards. So yeah, and it I, I mm, it is out of the abyss. It's one of the most stressful yet very fun hardcovers i had and 
uh, funny thing is that hardcover is supposed to be combat heavy, but all of the players there are very RP centric players. <laughs> they prefer the role play more than the combat. No, it's not they. It's not really preferring the role play over the combat. It's more like. When it comes to like describing our actions, we go all out of it, and there is madness uh, <laughs> incorporated. In. <laughs> no, so we go all out of it. So <laughs> it, it's, we... it is chaotic that in that way. Yeah, I guess we can't really separate hardcover and that. Chaos. Chaos. So, yeah, so um... uh, so Ming, uh, can you tell us? Well, since you are damning, can you tell us more about about this hardcover that you're running? Um, I'm running the hardcover campaign, which is Icewind Dale, Rime of Maiden, and it is set. Two years right before Curse of Strive, actually, the timeline. Yeah. And it is an interesting campaign uh, because it was advertised as horror, but uh, so far, uh, my experience with it is uh, almost comedy. Almost. There, there are <laughs> parts that turn into a. Well, I tried to describe it into uh, horrors. Uh, horror scenes, but yeah. there, yeah. uh, it's just the scenes that turn into tragedy more than horror itself. Hard to, uh, it's hard to uh, get into the scene of horror itself if the actual setting it is pretty barren. I will tell you that that the entirety of Icewind Dale is empty as hell. Yeah. No, you. Uh, I just, I don't. I just wanna ask. You, you seem to have fun times, though. Like, what was that? I know you, you. I remember you mentioning things about aliens in your. Oh yeah. Um, in your sessions. Yeah, that's true. I, I was. Uh, I, I, that got me. Like, I was confused when you were like, "What's going yes, on?" Um. Uh, minor spoilers for the playing ice right now. The Frost Maiden. Uh, there is a part of. Uh, well, one quest actually of a not a Lloyd ship by um, small mind players called uh, Gnome Ceromorphs who got crash landed into the into the province, and yeah. uh, one uh, my party got a quest from a an NPC to investigate that crash. Because uh, there are traces of uh, scientific knowledge uh, to be gained in that right, uh, quote unquote, it's your right. <laughs> and when they got there, they encountered really tiny uh, mind flayers called yeah. uh, gnome, gnome squidlings. I see, they are oh really my God. cute. <laughs> Um, the main players. <laughs> yeah, uh, and players as usual. Uh, what doesn't? Uh, if they are a bit aggressive, yeah, they uh, they get attacked immediately. 
And yeah, my players had to well, they killed the tiny players, which had an interesting ability actually. Uh, it was named Mind Pickle. Oh. Wait, uh, what? The, yeah. Um, the signature move special. of the Mind Players, the Mind Blast. Yeah. It's a, a very inferior version of that. It's just DC five. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> only, only animals yeah. can, uh, get stunned by that. Um, and so uh, when that happened, the party uh, hid the bodies of those squidlings and then moved up into the ship where they met with some of the uh, gnome ceremonies, the three feet tall mind flayers who were oh. telepathic. And what happened was uh, the Ceramorphs were not that aggressive, just curious. And when uh, they asked about the squidlings, which the players killed, uh, the party just <laughs> gave an excuse that they went out into the tundra by themselves. <laughs> and the Ceramorphs were uh, more or less mortified by that uh, development. Uh, had to ask the party to uh, help them get to the ten towns to search their uh, boys. Oh no! Them. And it became <laughs> uh, what called earlier the tragedy part. And uh, oh well, my god! Uh, the out of well, out of context, they get laser rifle. In, <laughs> An otherwise medieval <laughs> setting. It's really cool and sad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the idea of just, I don't know, so all of a sudden there were sun morphs and laser rifles. Or, it, was, it was. Yeah, I, I did tell Janor uh, before that uh, it was teetering very close to homebrew, even yeah. though I was. Uh, <laughs> It's, it seems very out of, out of this world. It's almost like a homebrew. Well, it's literally Yeah, it feels like it. I mean, well... I mean, knowing knowing Ming's players for that hardcover... They look yeah. cute as fuck. But... <laughs> man, they're... When it comes to chaos, they... They go all out, and as a player myself, and I've played with them, some of them. Yeah, I tend to be scared with their uh, <laughs> ideas because yeah. I am easily swayed, persuade, and <laughs> and the kiss I will go anywhere where the kiss is, which pretty much what's happening every time I play with them. I mean, we have another, but we have a certain. We have one of our DMs. Certain uh, motto is that if it's stupid, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> like, true, true. Like, Shut up, Marbs. Marbs, <laughs> love you, Marbs. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's usually fun then, because if you want to adapt to the chaos. But as a DM, I think especially as a, I know, for a hardcover, I I think that's it takes skill to, I know. 
to keep up with such ano, chaotic time, uh, chaotic parties. So, Ming, how do you prepare for such situations? Like, you're, you're, you've been DMing for a, a while, and you're, yeah, and you're currently DMing a hardcover with uh, notoriously chaotic party. So, how do you handle such situations? Um, for one thing, I am well-versed in game of Dungeon World, BT setting. Yeah. Ellipse, and that game is narrative first so whenever my players have some kind of idea which is something logical like yeah. destroying a wall or something i get ahead of people then yeah i usually allow it why the hell not sounds cool yeah. <laughs> and, the cool rule um, Uh, being flexible about the parties very important yeah Gamers. yeah that's true that's true I, I mean so it is hard to uh, steer them the right direction yeah. when uh, it gets out of hand I mean all of them are very hard to steer <laughs> like, I mean except for one I think it's like uh, yeah except for one Archer is the only one that I can see that you can. Okay, Archer, this is what we're gonna do, and that's I don't know. Uh, he will do what he you'll what you'll tell him what to do. But for the rest, I mean, to be fair, oh boy, boy the... he's, know, he's a DM himself, so he probably understands the pain. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> I mean, no, all of them are DMs, by the way. Really I think the, the, the only one. Yeah. Yeah. The only one of. Them, them are not a DM, but still, most of them are DMs. That's ha- that's. I mean, Kodos for main for handling his players. If we're a bunch of babies, you're <laughs> the best one of all of us. True, really? true. You know, yeah. We're really scolding them in this on this episode. Oh my god. We're just calling them out. <laughs> <laughs> calling out, calling out behaviors. I mean, we're, we're, it's not no. like we're, I know, it's not like we're not guilty of that. <laughs> also, uh, I mean, yeah, I. Yes, I mean. Um, I think Ming will be, I know, Ming will be frustrated. I'm not very frustrated, but we'll say like, oh no, here we go, here she goes again with her <laughs> stupid ideas. So done with everyone's. <laughs> I'm so done with everyone's shenanigans. <laughs> Uh, but they're behaving quite well. Yeah. And they are. Hmm? They are? Um, sort of. I'm so surprised. Well, uh, there is Zam who wanted a moose in uh, Icewind Dale, and I tried to search for for a place where I could actually find a moose. And lo and behold, there is one. Uh, <laughs> it's a tier one quest. Spoilers, uh, but it's a tier one quest. But I just gave uh, I just gave part of quest to him so that he could actually get his uh, requested moose. <laughs> Although that moose is not very friendly. <laughs> you've been, you've been spoiling them, I know. <laughs> like... Yeah. Um... Yeah. 
pretty much. I, I guess so. <laughs> the, uh, it's mostly a safari expedition. Well, yeah, that's true. Ice safari. It feels like it now. Oh, Ming, can you can you tell us about uh, what was his name? Chamba, Chambody something amigo. Uh, Chambody, oh, yeah. our friend amigo. Uh, <laughs> uh, that is a snowy owlbear, uh, local to the area. Yeah. Uh, uh, just to give you context, uh, in Icewind, uh, in Frostmaiden, in Pain, uh, there is a supl- supplemental uh, addition to character stories called the Secrets, and uh, some of them give just role play role play potential but others can give mechanical bonuses like one of my players got the secret of Albert whisper oh. and that gives him an ability to well somewhat communicate with elders and what happened was uh, during the time uh, when one of the characters met their mother, uh, uh, adoptive mother. They also encountered Albert, uh, who was hungry. But the player who had the Albert whisperer, he moved up to the Albert. He's a halfling and Albert, <laughs> and he just made gang signs. You know that. Uh, <laughs> God. Whatever uh, <laughs> signs there, there are. And what happened was the, uh, he was persuasive enough to tame oh uh, that owlbear. This is why we shouldn't don't persuade. Uh, we shouldn't don't curse much mods. Yeah, I never do. That's why I have so many warlocks. I mean, my fighters have dumped that. I uh, know. That's why they're not so persuasive. And I just got into charisma type casters recently and I just realized the power of persuasion can go to that to those lengths oh my god that's True. so hilarious imagine persuading well, an owlbear uh, it, it's not fully cooperative though for the most part uh, <laughs> since the player is usually not around yeah. so I just have the owlbear bite on that uh, character just fling him around like a toy. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's yeah, speaking of ano, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of like per- the persuasion and things. Um, speaking of it, uh, since we're on the topic of rolling something, how about we go into our very new segment, Jano? Yeah, the segment we just made this morning. <laughs> Yes, it is very fresh. Very fresh. Yes. It's um, not twenty or not one. Yeah, so we, can... we have one question. Yep. See, this is very fresh. We're not even rehearsed. We have we haven't rehearsed this. Yep. It's very fresh. <laughs> <laughs> but oh um. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ming. We're gonna ask you one question, and uh, you can answer with it which part of your the question 
uh, that's related to the question is a nat 20 or a nat 1? So the question is Is being a hardcore DM is a nat 20 or a nat 1 experience for you? Uh, hardcover DM? Mm hmm. It's definitely nat 20. Ooh. What makes you uh, like it uh, so much? What's what's the uh uh well they they are lovable everyone every character yeah true uh um but uh so far though what's the nat twenty experience that you and your players experience throughout this hardcover like if you can pick one how you call this uh one mm, one one experience or one situation one moment in a way Mm -hmm. that's worth as Um, ah this is a nat 20 moment for you true true 20 moment would be when uh again spoilers but uh there is the thing called a Shardalin Dragon. Yeah. The Ten Towns. Ooh. And one of the members, Heidi, a tiny halfling wild magic barbarian. Uh, she climbed <laughs> onto the flying dragon. And when she got onto it, of course she attacked it and all that. But the dragon made a sudden move to skip the town it was attacking go into a move to another town bringing Heidi with Mm -hmm. it and not the party members or the other party members oh no when uh, during the flight uh, it was high up in the air just above the frozen lake Uh, she managed to hack it down and destroy it but uh, what happened was she landed on the water itself at the frozen lake along with the dragon oh no, uh, oh, no. she had to swim back to shore in freezing cold water alone well that, that uh, sounds the, like the yeah. party was uh, chasing after them but when they uh, got to Heidi, uh, what in it, what just happened? A group hug with of the characters. It's a definitely heartwarming moment, and uh, every most of the characters gave their their warmth, body warmth, their coat to little Heidi, who is drenched in cold water. But she is a dragon slayer now. That's so, cool. That's so cool though. I know the player who plays Heidi and this is my first time hearing this like bro. Oh, so epic bro. I mean wow. Yeah, that's definitely that takes a not twenty um part of our know. But unfortunately guys, Jano, Ming, yeah. we have our podcast for tonight. Or today. Yeah. This day or whatever, we don't discriminate time. <laughs> we're not, we're not, we're not, we're not out of time. 
We're at hour five, guys. But that was, uh, that was a fun 30-minute chat about that. I know about hardcovers and experiences of running and playing those. So yeah, thanks yeah, a lot for, you know, for sharing your experiences as a DM. Definitely welcome. Uh, thank you for having me here. Yeah, so that's <laughs> it for you know, for this evening. Thank you very much. Woo! And woo, we're done. <laughs> we're oh my done. god. We we just did our second episode, guys. That's it. But that's it. Again, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Ming, for again coming here and humoring us and joining and... us in the chaos. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. I, I love this chaos. <laughs> it's a welcome chaos. <laughs> it's a welcome chaos. So and. How how to not get caught in your own fireball? Thank you guys. <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.